With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. A message tonight from Royal Cayman Islands Police Service Detective Superintendent Peter Lansdowne as the investigation continues into Friday's murder of 25-year-old Devonte Hernandez. I just want to reassure the public at large that they are safe. This murder would appear to have been a targeted attack aimed specifically at the victim. D.S. Lansdowne says he understands just how upsetting this incident is to the community. The 25-year-old was shot and killed on Soundway in broad daylight. It's a terrible loss of life. It's left a family without a son and a young child who is tragically a witness to the incident without a father. As we reported on Radio Cayman News last night, police believe two people were involved, one man shooting and killing the victim, the other driving the getaway car, which police believe they have recovered. Police are continuing to call on the community to support the investigation. The culprit is out there. He's likely to be in hiding, which means that members of the public are aiding him to escape the police. This is, in itself, a crime. If you have any information that can help police, call the Major Incident Room. The number is 649-2930. To the courts now, Richard Lincoln Reed is on trial for robbery and possession of an illegal firearm. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has this report. Today in Grand Court, four witnesses were called to testify in different incidents of armed robbery believed to have been committed by Richard Lincoln Reed. In the first incident, it is alleged that a woman withdrew funds from a First Caribbean ATM on Shedden Road. She drove home to Prospect, but when she got out of the car, a masked man with a gun came up to her and demanded money. The woman testified that the assailant held a gun to her head and said he would shoot her if she did not give him any money. Complying with his demands, she gave money to the suspect who ran off towards the rear of her property. A few seconds later, the man returned and said the money that she provided was not all she had taken from the ATM, but the woman managed to quickly get back into her car and drove away. The next witness testified that while she was employed with the Sky Lounge Bar, a man entered with a gun and demanded money. She said the bar staff made every indication they would comply, and after getting money from the cash register, the gunman asked the team to open a door, which she said led to a storage area. After not finding any additional funds in the room, the man instead took money from the purses of both employees present. He then took off from the premises after telling the staff to, quote, have a good night. A third witness also took the stand today and told the jury of six women and one man about her incident. She says she drove home after making a deposit at the drive through Scotiabank ATM near Hurley Supermarket. When she opened her car door to get out, a man with a gun told her to give up her money. She told the jury that she told him she had no money, but the gunman said she was lying and that he had just followed her from the ATM. She explained that she did not have cash and that she was making a deposit and that the assailant asked for her ATM card and PIN before leaving. The last witness to testify in person was a second staff member from the Sky Lounge Bar who recalled her experience when the armed man came in demanding cash. The case will continue tomorrow. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The case is expected to run for about 10 days. Police are seeking the public's assistance to find 15-year-old Jasmine Ebanks, who was reported missing just before 6 a.m. on Monday, the 2nd of October. The RCIPS is informing the public that anyone who harbors or conceals a young person is guilty of an offense and is liable on conviction to a fine of $2,000 and imprisonment for three months. Officers are also encouraging Jasmine to return home to her West Bay address or to turn up to the nearest police station immediately. She's described as having Having a medium build with brown complexion, about five foot two inches tall. If you have any information, call the West Bay Police Station at 949-3999 or the MASH unit at 649-6000.
A major recruitment initiative is underway to help fill a big staffing gap at the fire service. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. The issue was raised when MPs considered a $1.5 million supplemental appropriation to cover additional costs within the domestic and aerodrome fire services budget. This prompted questions from Leader of the Opposition, the Honorable Roy McTaggart, to the Home Affairs Minister, the Honorable Sabrina Turner. Can you tell us what period this overtime relates to? Um, I've been reliably told that this relates to meet overtime costs in 2023. I'm just trying to understand then how we get a figure like 1.5 million for the year. Is, is there an issue with staffing that causing people to work overtime? Acting Chief Officer Michael Ebanks fielded the question and told MPs the fire services has been operated with a deficit of about 30 officers, particularly amongst the frontline response members. The biggest driver of the overtime is on the domestic side of, of the fire service. And in response to, to identifying that gap, the fire service has, on the approval of the cabinet, uh, recently set forth to recruit an additional 22 Caymanian fire service recruit officers. He says there have been some early successes in a partnership with the Department of Environmental Health as they team up to deal with unpredictable fires at the landfill. When asked how long there has been a shortage. Any organization, I suppose, there is an an attrition rate where we're trying to backfill and make sure that we have the the right number of staffing to match the the risk profile that the organization is facing. Uh, The fire service is actively trying to forecast and predict an evolving risk landscape when it comes to fire and rescue services. And so the decision to recruit the additional 22 fire officers came uh, last year and the funding was made available for that um, recently. Hence, the recruitment exercise is now ongoing. The extra $1.5 million was approved by lawmakers with 10 eyes, 8 abstentions, and 2 absentees. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. A new report says the Cayman labor force is growing. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the details. According to estimates from the Cayman Islands Labor Force Survey, or the LFS Spring 2023 report, the total labor force increased by 7.9% in the past year to include 58,669 people as of June 2023. With 1,404 people being counted as unemployed, the overall unemployment rate dropped to 2.4% from 3.0% in June of 2022. The number of unemployed Caymanians declined by 316 to total 842 individuals, resulting in a Caymanian unemployment rate of 3.7% compared to 5.1% for the same period in 2022. Meanwhile, the LFS report estimates that the overall Cayman Islands population grew by 6.5% above the June 2022 figures to reach 83,671. Broken down by immigration status, the Caymanian population rose by 1.3 percent to 38,926. The permanent resident population decreased to 6,433 from 6,756 in June of 2022, and the non-Caymanian population is estimated to have increased by 14.8 percent to reach 38,312. Caymanians made up the largest proportion of the overall population, accounting for 46.5 percent of the population, while non-Caymanians and permanent residents had a population share of 45.8% and 7.7% respectively. 38.3% of the island's workers were Caymanians, 54.8% were non-Caymanians, and 6.9% were permanent residents with a right to work. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. As Cayman observes World Teachers Day, the Education Minister is stressing the need to invest in high-quality teachers. I want to address a pressing concern beyond our shores, the global teacher shortage. While we welcome 
137 new educators to our public schools this past August. We are mindful of increasing challenges in attracting high quality teachers. The Honorable Juliana O'Connor Conley says her government recognizes the importance of valuing classroom teachers by enhancing government's remuneration packages. In addition, my team and I are diligently working to provide revised compensation packages for administrators and assistant teachers. Though the cost of living here in the Cayman Islands has recently posed some challenges in attracting educators, I am optimistic that we can work collaboratively to identify viable solutions. The minister wants the Cayman community to unite in a steadfast commitment to provide the education our students rightfully deserve. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.